Welcome to the Rob and Kale Show. Rob Sanders. His own mother slapped the stork that delivered him. And Kale Hall. He doesn't deserve to be in this business. He deserves to have been blackballed. The Rob and Kale Podcast. <laughs> and welcome into the Rob and Kale Podcast. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for checking out the show this evening. We appreciate you guys as always. I want to welcome in my podcast co-host who this week, in addition to being... Uh, all as always, the biggest Gamecock fan in the world. He is now a Mizzou fan. Yes, he's a Mizzou fan. There's that. He needs to un, un. There you go, jackpot. You're a Mizzou fan this week, right? Well, that's eleven weeks a year. <clears throat> well, but I, I, the question I was going to ask you this evening was: Look, the Gamecock season is shot to shit. Would you, if I told you jackpot, you could have a win over Vanderbilt or Mizzou blows out Tennessee 63 to nothing, what would you take? Oh, shit, a win over Vanderbilt. <laughs> well, if you had to have one or the other, we can't have both. We can, we can have- Welcome to the Rob and Kale podcast. What are we doing here? Um, All right, well, who else I turn my microphone off? <laughs> I don't know what happened. The theme, the theme so, of the here, show started playing again. I, and... I hit the theme button by accident, and then I, for some reason, I turned my microphone off. So that's my fault. Do you have Tourette's like Gold Dust had in like 2003 WWE? I Come might. Red, I might. I might. So, all right. Well, First of all, I apologize for that. But I was going to ask you which which one would you rather have, the Vanderbilt win or the Mizzou win? They went sixty three to nothing. Over Why can't the- we have both. Uh, I was just asking if you one or the other. Jack. What about a, a Vanderbilt win and Mizzou wins thirty five to twenty five? Call it a day. Okay, so we'll go with that. Um. All right. So Will Eubank says Mizzou sucks. They only beat Middle Tennessee. By four, you only lost to Florida by what was it, sixteen? Mizzou has the best non-conference win in SEC play. That's not up for argument. So it's not Alabama's win over South Florida. No, <laughs> no, not our, uh, it's see, not LSU's the- win over uh, Army. No, see, this is the problem. You've got well, these- it could be uh um. <laughs> Another one, and I'm not trolling. Um, Ole Mrs. went over Tulane. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I, I team. I, I'm just right. trying to think of some good ones. Um, but, but the thing is that you normally the SEC has at least a really good non conference win, and right now they don't. Yeah, they really no, don't. Really so, don't. but Falcon could have done something about that by beating yeah. UNC, but uh, well, they didn't. See, it's the it's the 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 SEC traditionalists that just look past Mizzou that are hilarious to me. They think that Mizzou doesn't have good 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 players and stuff like that. And it's like, all right, Shit. Luther Burden would start on every fucking SEC team, regardless. He's better than start on every t- start on every team in America. Yeah. So, but you know, Mizzou doesn't have good players. Their coaches, maybe Ohio State. I mean, they might rotate in and out there too with 
he would be at least wide receiver two there. I think he's that good. So, but we'll see. Well, he has better um, numbers than Marvin Harrison Jr. He does. I think they yeah. just, I mean, they have so much talent there at Ohio State at receiver. They just kind of split it or split the uh, yardage around. But anyway. All right, so let's thank our sponsors, Callaway's Bar and Grill out in West Columbia. We'll have our live show there in 17 days. So I'm putting the finishing touches on can, that. Can you read Brock's comment? Brock says he wouldn't start at SC. He'd be injured. He would. <laughs> that's, that's facts. Those are facts. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. Go and look. I mean, he's at one point, I think going into the, after the Kentucky game, he was leading the country in receiving yards. Now, here's the thing. A lot of you would be like, boop, 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 boop. you can't bring up the SEC thing because he plays against an SEC schedule. So that just kind of shits on all, all of your nonsense over there. So there's that too. Uh, Will does have a good comment there. He is questionable to play against Tennessee. Uh, he's dealing with some, I, I think, I think that's leg injury or whatever. Well, we'll see. I think, I think that's uh, the nerd playing possum. <laughs> the nerd playing possum. Yeah, I think he is. Put that on a shirt, the nerd playing possum. That's funny. Put that in our box of gimmicks. <laughs> box of gimmicks. We do have we do have an extensive box of gimmicks when you really think about it. Some of the shit that we say here on this program. Absolutely. All right. So uh let's get into uh let's thank our sponsors. We talked about Callaway's Bar and Grill out in West Columbia, Highway One Diagonal from the Walmart. And I have a pick from the basement bookie. You should subscribe to the basement bookie. I forgot to do the pick last week. And to be honest, the pick didn't pay off. So be glad that I didn't tell you to go there. So here's the basement bookies pick for the week. Sorry, dickheads. Rob is an asshole and forgot to read the pick last week. You didn't need it anyway. So we won't go back over it again, but I do have a surefire winner this week. Take UCF plus two and a half over Oklahoma state. I really like what old sweater vest is doing. UCF plus 2.5 over Oklahoma State. So there's your pick from the basement bookie. Is that a home game? Uh, I believe so, yeah. They're only – okay, wow. So uh, subscribe to the basement bookie. You can uh, – I'll, I'll put the link in the uh, description in a second, but you get two free weeks. Pretty simple, right? There you go with that. That that line, that's one of those lines that makes no sense. Yeah. West Virginia took UCF to the woodshed. Mm-hmm. Well, not, that makes sense to me. That's so, knows something. You better stay away yeah. from. It. I don't know. We basement bookie says go do it. You know, you gotta gotta respect the bookie. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, and of course. Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport, Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, read away, sir. All right, let's see what kind of nonsense we got here. Um, excuse me. Sucks to be a Gamecock. In less than three weeks, order will be restored as Clemson collects rent at the shithole on Bluff Road. Sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. Appreciate Dennis for uh, taking care of the show. All right, Jackpot, let's look at the question first before we get into our picks. Jerry says, Rob, what bowl game are you hoping for Clemson, sir? 
Uh, I stand by what I've said for the longest time. If you're not in the CFP, I don't really give a shit about the bowl games. I'll pick the bowl games and our pick them challenge. But in the end, I don't really care. They're going to go somewhere and they're going to end your, like the majority of your team's probably not going to play. The last time we'll see this year's edition of the Clemson Tigers will be against South Carolina. So that's just the way that it is. They're not going to the ACC championship game. They're not going to a CFP game. So they're going to go to a shit game that people will watch over the holidays. Pretty much what I saw. Um, one, one place, I think maybe it was the athletic had them projected to the Duke's Mayo Bowl to play Kentucky. Yeah, my, I mean, and the crazy thing is, is that I couldn't sit here and confidently tell you, okay, they could beat Kentucky because who, I don't know who's going to play. I really don't. I have no clue. All right, before we make our picks, you want to talk? Let's talk to Octavian. Right. Hello, Octavian. How you doing, uh, Rob? How you doing? Good. It's been, Good. A t- it's, been a, it's been a tough couple of weeks here in Gainesville. Uh. I just want to start off by saying Billy fucking Nippy is the working worst fucking college football coach in the history of football. I just want to let y'all know that. Shane Beamer just said, hold my beer, but anyway. No, 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 no. That <laughs> motherfucker has got it there. He's done. He's done with me. I'm done with Billy fucking Nippy. Would you rather have Shane Beamer over uh, Sunbelt Billy there? At least he can fucking score. I get Oh, hell yeah, I'll take Shane Beamer in a fucking minute. Well, uh, is this what it's going to turn into? That uh, you're just going to call and just basically cuss out uh, Billy Napier every week? Well, no, uh, we got to win a fucking game, man. We have to win a game, man. I might as well be an honorary Clemson fan for the rest of the, for the rest of the year. But this ain't going nowhere. <sighs> well. There's that too. I, I I can't be a South Carolina fan. I I, I just can't. I I'll rip my damn hair off if I was a South Carolina fan. Why is that, sir? Why? Why they're sorry. They are sorry. God damn. <laughs> that, that was that, that was the easiest answer. I could be a Tennessee <laughs> fan either. They 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 horrible. They is fucking horrible. Tennessee, listen. Let me let me tell y'all guys. Tennessee, Georgia, and South Carolina has been horrible for years. For years. Yeah. We have beat them for years. Tennessee, who? South Carolina? And Georgia. Well, well, not recently, but, you know, but, you know, back back when they had David Green and, and, and Pollock and all that, you know, good. We, we beat them. Cool. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I hate – and listen, I'm going to say this live on air. Fuck Florida State and, 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 and all you FSU fans out there. Don't get the big head because this weekend is your motherfucking funeral. Because guess what? The Miami fucking Hurricanes are going to stomp that ass in Tallahassee. I think we can all agree fuck Florida State, but fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck Florida State. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck um, fuck I, okay, well, so is there anybody else that you want to motherfuck before you get out of here, Octavian? Uh, who does Clemson play this weekend? Clemson will play Georgia Tech. Oh, the Rumbling Rick boys. 
the nerds. Yeah. Oh, that'll beat, that, that beat them by 47 points. <clears throat> wow, we don't need that. Uh, we don't. We don't need your, that, your, that, your that, grandfather's that, drug that, attack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, look, look, but guess what? We're gonna beat LSU in Death Valley, upset, okay. and Billy Napier will have to hire a, a new office coordinator next year. But we will upset LSU this Saturday on a field goal, on the last second field goal to make up for the last second field goal that we missed this week, this last past week. Okay, anything else? Let me tell y'all Tennessee. Let me tell y'all Tennessee fans something. We stumped y'all ass this year. We beat the shit out y'all. Y'all shouldn't be talking about shit. Sit down, shut the fuck up, and guess what? Rocky top these nuts, bitch. <laughs> Goodbye, Octavia. Gators and beat Tennessee. Uh, it's also um, funny for Tennessee fans to be talking about in calling Florida fans inbred swine. God damn it. Thomas, Thomas says, what is Ziggy eating, Jackpot? Um, he, he, that was, uh, he ate the rest of a banana bread-flavored Pop-Tart, uh, which is great. He's going <laughs> to fart in a little while. It's going to smell like a rainforest. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh goodness! All right. Well, I, well, I locked him out. Well, he was out there hanging out on the back porch with the wife while I ate my my uh, food from the Japanese restaurant a while ago. Because he'll come in here and sit there and beg and try to get a piece of hibachi chicken. All right. Well, let's get our picks out of the way here, Jackpot. Old Miss at Georgia. Old Miss is getting ten and a half on the road. Which way are you going there? Uh, you know, Georgia didn't cover last week. No. Kind of had a bit of a tough time. I think Mizzou's a better team than Ole Miss is. I think uh, Ole Miss is a little bit one-dimensional. I think Georgia will take care of them uh, in Athens. So go ahead and give me UGA to cover that one. I just, yeah, I just don't think – I don't think Lane Kiffin's boys – I just don't think they got any defense. And um, I think Georgia's going to put some points up on them. Don't you? I kind of like uh, – I kind of like Georgia to cover there too. Yeah. Uh, Tennessee at Mizzou. Tennessee is giving up a point and a half on the road. Um, you know, we talk about games being a Super Bowl. Uh, that game is an absolute Super Bowl. Let's add Uncle Lou to the mix here really quick. Uncle Lou, what's up, buddy? I missed y'all's pick on that last game while I was joining the stream yard. Uh, we both, uh, we picked both picked Georgia. Both picked Georgia? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, good. Write this down. Okay. You ready? Sure, sure. Brock Bowers. Have a great day. Thank you. <laughs> Tennessee and Mizzou. Tennessee's giving up a point and a half. Which way are you going there, Jackpot? Uh, you know, the only thing there that concerns me is can Mizzou stop that Tennessee running attack? It, it's a home game. I think they can. 
you know, I think you got punched in the mouth a little bit this past Saturday. You got brought back to reality a little bit. Uh, I think that Mizzou's going to be able to stretch the field over the top with them. Um, I think that even if Luther Burden is, excuse me, even limited. if he is somewhat limited, they've still got a couple of capable wide receivers there. Um, Brady Cook's been playing some good football this year. Uh, I think that uh, Tennessee will have a tough time stopping Cody Schrader. Um, even though, uh, I mean, that run defense has been pretty good this year, but I just, I don't know. I think, I think Mizzou does what they have to do there. Um, you know, it's kind of a revenge spot game. They've gotten blown out by them the past two years. And I think that, uh, you see Mizzou come out on top of this one. So. I think that if someone other than Dorkowitz was the coach for Mizzou, I think Mizzou would win. But I think Tennessee is in his head, and I think he's going to do something stupid. He'll do some dumbass thing where he'll, I don't know, call three timeouts in 90 seconds or just just do something completely ignorant. Go for it on fourth and one on their side of the field on the 25. He'll do that. So with that, I'm going to take Tennessee – just because I think Dorkowitz is that incompetent, he will give mm. the game to them. And it Daniel has nothing- Gregory, Daniel Gregory, GBO says jackpot picks against Tennessee every week, and we win. So keep going, jackpot. Um, that the the lie detector has determined that to be a lie. Uh, yeah. I picked you against Alabama, and you didn't win. So see, that's that's the problem with Tennessee anymore. fans. All they hear is anything negative that you say about them. That's yeah, all they, they got some kind of they got a they got a meter or something. They got ears like a like a dachshund dog that go up. Yeah. That's oh, that's, that's, that's all in here. Oh, wristbands. That's a Yeah. I I that's exactly what it's like they have bat bat like Spider-Man senses or whatever. They think that all they hear is oh, ten, Tennessee's bad. Then we have to act stupid. Let's go throw the goalposts into the into the river. It's it's not that. It's Mizzou's pretty good and they could win that game, but I just I honestly believe that Drinkowitz is going to cost them this this game. We'll see if I'm right or not. See if I'm right or not. not. I'm gonna I hope not too. Uh but Mizzou plus one and a half. uh, Sorry, Tennessee minus one and a half. I'll go that route. Michigan's at Penn State. Michigan's getting four and a half, a game at high noon. Um, I'm gonna take Penn State to win. Jackpot upset that Michigan train. Uh, I am as well. I mean, there's just without with notwithstanding the game being in Happy Valley, they've already dropped their one big game against the Big Ten East opponent this year. Now you've only got one, so this is your this is their last shot at you know possibly you know if they win this to get some kind of a share of that Big Ten East title. Uh, I think James Franklin finally steps up and uh, and wins one of these games. I mean, there's just there's just been so much drama surrounding Michigan, especially this week. I just don't see how it can't be a distraction. I don't see how it can't. Well, we'll see how all that uh, winds down. I mean, 
obviously we know the worst that can happen to them is just a fine because we don't want to hurt the kids that are there. So that's that's the worst that can happen there. Hopefully people are consistent with that. We should just give them a fine and, you know, because Harbaugh is going to leave to go to the NFL. So got rid of all of that. None of that matters now. Everybody's gone. We could just have a fine. We don't have to fix something. Yeah, just a fine. Uh, up next, Utah plays at Washington. Utah's getting nine and a half. Washington plays really, really solid up there, but I think the Utes will keep it close. So I'm going to take uh, Utah plus nine and a half. I mean, Washington's been – they have not looked like their uh, earlier season selves the past couple of weeks. They've been kind of playing down the competition a little bit. I think they should have beaten – Southern Cal by more than 10. Um, I'm going to take Washington to cover. I, I don't think Utah's very good this year. Or Well, I, I, let me scratch that. They're they're a decent team. They're not Utah good. This is not the this is not a vintage Utah team that we're seeing there. Not having that quarterback's kind of starting to, uh, you know, you, you've seen some chinks in the armor uh, as the season wears on. So, I'm going to take the Huskies there. I think they need a big win. I mean, they're they they're going to they're on a collision course to meet up with Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game, the final Pac-12 championship game ever. Um, everyone needs some big wins here, so give me the Huskies to cover against Utah. Me, right. me and Utah. Next is Miami at Florida State. Florida State is giving up 14 and a half at home. I'm taking Miami to cover. I, I'm just I don't know why. I, I I just have this this thing in my gut that says Miami's gonna keep it close enough to make them sweat a little bit down there. I'll take the 14 and a half and uh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take Miami as well. Uh th- this game has norm- normally this is a one-possession game. Even when Florida State's had some really good teams, Miami's had some shitters, and vice versa. You, you've seen you've seen a, a close game here. Last year was an outlier. That was that was the exception, not the rule. Um, I think Miami gets a little bit of revenge for they're they're going to try to get some revenge for that blowout from last year. And I think they'll keep. I think Florida State will win. In fact, I'm. I, I'm I'm very confident in the Florida State win. I'm talking 85, percent but uh, I think we see the Canes go in there and 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 punch them in the mouth a couple of times and really really keep that thing close. Plus, we don't know the the situation yet with Keon Coleman or uh, Johnny Wilson. Both those guys were out against Pitt. Uh, if they're out against Miami, that's that's definitely going to hurt uh, Florida State. Attacking them from a vertical standpoint. Mm-hmm. I just think I think Miami will keep it close. I don't know why. It's just something. I, it's, like they have, like I've watched let's Miami. Just hope, let's just hope Miami does not not winning and doesn't have to doesn't have to get in victory formation at the end. Yeah. We know, All right. We know Southern, from, from that standpoint, what happens? Southern Cal plays at Oregon. Oregon is a fifteen point favorite there. Um, I'm wondering if Southern Cal has just quit. I mean, that's kind of how I feel about him. I don't know. I, I just, I don't like Lincoln Riley and I, I'm trying not to pick games about things that I just don't like, but 
Southern Cal's at a point where I don't think they can make the Pac-12 championship game. They've got two losses, right? Yeah. And um, just, yeah, they lost to uh, they lost to um, well, they lost to Notre Dame. Yeah. They lost to um, fuck. Uh, they lost to Washington. They've lost to somebody else. Yeah. Somebody in the comment section. Who else did they lose to? They, uh, they lost to uh, God bless. I'll pull it up, but uh, they lose I, to I'm Utah. Taking... They lost to Utah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Well, I think they did. I'm going. I'm taking they Oregon. Lost to, to Deion Sanders. Yeah, I'm taking Oregon to cover there. It's just yeah, I'm gonna take Oregon as well. Normally, sometimes when you have a a midseason deal like this with a coordinator or a head coach getting dismissed or something. Uh, oftentimes you'll see the troops kind of rally a little bit and, and have a good game, but I, I don't think that's the case here. With uh, So they got blown Alex out by State. Notre Dame. They lost by two to Utah, and then they just lost to Washington by 10. So they have three losses on the season, and they're basically they're playing for nothing. I mean, it's not like they've got two conference losses. I mean, I think they're essentially eliminated from the uh, – yeah, yeah, I don't know what the motivation is. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. But we, do, do you know that Caleb Williams? Uh, he was crying after the game against uh, Washington. There was a picture of him, like with his head buried, I guess, in his mom's lap, crying or something. That guy's. I don't. I like. He's a douche anyway. So it's hard for me to feel sorry for. Him. Feel sorry for someone who writes "fuck you" or "fuck Utah" on their fingernails. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that that's just an immature moment, but still. Dumb. Let's take a step back in time, Jackpot, and let's talk about a game that used to mean a lot. And that's when Florida plays at LSU. But Florida is now a shithole. And LSU has lost three games. And this is like the most lack, one of the most, most lackluster Florida LSU games we've had in a long time. LSU's a 13 and a half point favorite um, down in Baton Rouge. Which way are you rolling there? This is a is this a night game? I believe so. I'll pull that up right now. But it may be. Let me check. So uh, it, 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 it don't matter. I I I'm gonna take uh, LSU to cover in that one. I mean, Florida's yeah. defense is, is, is hot doo-doo. Um, they can't defend against the pass. And I, you know, I think uh, – Yeah, 730 uh, Malik, kick. Yeah. Yeah, I think Malik Neighbors is going to run all over that, that taffy secondary. Um, Jaden Daniels, he got hurt in the uh, Alabama game, right? Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be able to play or not. I know he was in concussion protocol. And if he's mm. not, the, um, well, they have uh, a, they have a capable backup there. Yeah, um, that 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 Garrett that Nussmeyer fella. So according to SI, he did not participate in Tuesday's practice, and he's he's still in concussion protocol. Nussmeyer. So, is that is that not the most non LSU sounding name ever? Yeah. Nussmeyer. I, I think that LSU wins, but Sounds I like think some Ohio State shit. Anyway, <laughs> what 
does. I mean, it sounds like a damn Yankee name. It does. I'm going to take Florida to cover. And I'm just going against the grain here because I don't know if Daniels is going to play. And I think that Kelly's going to just try to run the ball on them. And maybe Florida will get a turnover or something. And I think they lose by 10. Yeah, um, they're going to get that ass whooped. Anyway, we shall moving see. On. Moving on, Duke plays at North Carolina. This is not a basketball matchup, ladies and gentlemen. Duke is getting 14 and a half. I'm taking Duke in the 14 and a half. I, I just I think that their their defense is good. I think that they've had some hiccups, but I think that they'll uh they'll hold UNC in check. I UNC is one of the more overrated programs that's out there right now, in my opinion. Yeah, so unfortunately, UNC couldn't go undefeated down the damn stretch. Um, yeah. uh, is Riley Leonard going to play in this game? Do we know? I don't know. I think the Duke defense is all that matters, in my opinion. I think they're going to they're hold them. Yeah, 14 yeah. and a too much, especially they lost to fucking Virginia. Mm-hmm. And they lost to Georgia Tech. So you think you expect me to think they're going to go out there and cover against a, two, a Duke team that, while without their quarterback, they're not a juggernaut, but right. still a very good Duke team. Yeah, one of the better Duke teams in the past ten years or twenty years, to be honest with you. Probably the best Duke team since I made the uh, ACC championship game back in twenty thirteen. Yeah, played Florida, played Florida State, and. Uh, James Winston, what James Winston, yeah, and uh, got ran out of the gym. So, yeah, so, I got Duke plus 14 and a half. The next game is Alabama at Kentucky. Uh, Alabama's a 10 and a half point favorite. I think they're going to win 35 17. Give me the tide. Yeah, I was that line and I kind of like raised my eyebrow at it. I, it's just like, eh, that doesn't seem like a left points so i'm trying to i'm wondering what they've got up their sleeve for us there and i can't figure it out i i don't know i'm not buying it i think alabama wins big alabama's playing better they've improved every week um and you know i mean all they can do is is win out They, they cannot they can't stub their toe again you gotta have they're gonna win out uh and face Georgia in the SEC championship game. And right. if they win that, they'll go to the playoffs. I mean, if they lose that, they're not going to the playoffs, period. With two losses, doesn't matter if they out it doesn't matter if they win lose a championship game. Uh, so they can't they can't lose another regular season game. Um, right. and I don't think they do. So uh gimme Bama to cover here, this in a matchup of the two uh, longest tenured coaches in the SEC. Yeah, I, I didn't think about that, but you're right. Do you believe uh, that? Do you, do you know, I came up with that stat on my own too. Of course, you've got you're a plethora of, of, of football knowledge, jackpot. Nobody questions you on that. Check, you say stuff, I don't even check it. I don't even go to Google to check that shit. I don't even know. Hey, um, I, let me. Interject something real quick. Did you did you hear what Paul Feinbaum had to say about Dabo? I, I read that he said something, but Paul Feinbaum is Schmeagel from Lord of the Rings. He's nothing but a Nick Saban dick sucker, and I'm not going to watch any of his stuff. So he's terrible. 
Oh, he shit was that talking about Dabo. He's like, yeah, just, congratulations, Dabo. He's like, you, you, you beat Notre Dame at home, which, you know, a lot of people thought that you would. Uh, and, and, and then you, you, you went off on your entire fan base. So, you know, congratulations. He said, one thing we know you won't be doing uh, at Clemson is, is, you know, watching a, a college football playoff this season he's like unless you buy a ticket or someone invites you out to be an analyst well but and here's the thing too he was saying the same shitty stuff when uh when clemson beat alabama by 28 points the stuff he was saying before the game was man like you know maybe clemson will keep it close in the first quarter and some of that nonsense the well, shit they, that he said that they did, and then, and then they blew him out. <laughs> yeah, and the shit he said about South Carolina, about, oh, they're about, you know. It it's amazes me, the people who watch that guy. when he Wait, What did he say about South Carolina? He used to write about South Carolina coming into the league is going to make the SEC a second- or third-tier football conference. They're going to yeah, bring the conference you down. Know what? Before South Carolina joined the damn some bitch, I never even paid any damn attention to the SEC. Yeah, well, I that's the around not around know. here at my house. Uh, it was ACC football on Saturday, or uh, you know, whoever a handful of uh, I guess Southern independents was what you what we were. Uh, South Carolina was a Southern independent, along with uh, like Virginia Tech. Like, there were a lot of good teams that were independent. You know, Southern. Uh, South Carolina, Louisville, uh, Florida State was at one time, um, Virginia Tech, Penn he's just, State. He's, he just says shit to like, and I know a lot of it's just to get reaction and stuff like that, but in the end it comes down to, um, hello, Nick, how can I tickle your balls today? And everybody else is is the shit beneath his feet. He is a terrible analyst too. Some of the shit he says, and nobody calls him out on it either, which is even the funnier part. You know, it's just. Well, but when sh- people, has anyone ever like tried to call him out on his show before? Yeah, and then he cuts them off and then moves on, which is what you're supposed to do when you're a host and you have a big ass show like that. But the point is, is he that he up could, on yeah, he could come out and say some stuff like, you know, come out and admit, hey, maybe I was wrong about Clemson. Maybe I was wrong about South Carolina. Maybe I was wrong about I don't know. I mean, insert all kind of shit there. So I can't I can't call into uh, Road Rage, one hundred five point five The Roar. Um, he that 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 guy uh, Walt got he, he uh, cut me off years ago. Well, anyway, I, that's, I, he said he was saying some smart ass something about the Gamecocks and. I'd had enough of it. I was on my way home from work, so I just picked up and called in, and they let me in. And um, I, he gave me about three seconds worth to spew, and he was like, okay, that'll be enough of that. R asked if I'm serious. Yeah, I am serious about what I said. Paul Feinbaum's terrible. Like, he, he has ruined he, – he tried to ruin South Carolina coming into the SEC with the shit that he wrote. He is – Terrible. He, he he said that um, it wasn't. He said, said something about Spurrier would never lead them to an SEC championship game, and he did. So yeah, I mean he's he's terrible. 
He's well, terrible. Didn't he, just, didn't he just take a hot, steamy loaf right square on our pride? Yeah. All right, Georgia Tech is at Clemson. Clemson is getting 14 points. Uh, I'm not convinced on the Clemson offense yet, and it seems like Georgia Tech every week does – they're in games. They, I think that they're just – it's just a weird thing with them. I'm going to take they're, Georgia they're Tech. They're cashing some tickets um, yep. unless they're playing Bowling Green. Exactly. Um, they're, they're, they're cashing some tickets this year. Yeah, I – I'm in the camp of I think that Georgia Tech's going to cover that 14. I think Clemson will eke it out, but Georgia Tech will cover. Everybody over there in the chat saying Clemson. Uh, Clemson got their do-wop, wop, feel-good win this past Saturday. I think reality knocks back on the door again, and they win this game by like 7 to 10 points. Well, and then see, here's the thing, too. What are they going to like? They They legitimately have a problem now. And that problem is, first of all, Dabo Sweeney, I think, has basically said Klubnik's not going to be the guy. I mean, that's just my opinion. He's not he's not putting him into a position where he wants him to throw the ball a lot. Moffa's the kind of running back that needs a shit ton of carries to be effective. But Shipley's back in the mix, too. What are you going to do here? Seriously. And I think that's they're going to be indecisive. And they're going to try to split carries between Moffa and Shipley and try to keep it as even as possible. And Moffa's got issues with fumbles. You know, Clemson still leads the country in fumbles. They're going to fumble some. We're aware keep, of that. Yeah. They're going to keep Georgia Tech in it. So give me uh, Clemson to win, but Georgia Tech to cover. And the shitter this week, by order of Kale Hull, when he told me this, I was like, really? I had to make sure. The shitter is Vanderbilt at South Carolina. Vanderbilt is getting 13 and a half. Vanderbilt has lost 14 straight to the Gamecocks. Uh, jackpot, are they due? They're due, but they ain't going to get it. But I still think <laughs> they cover that 13 and a half um, because South Carolina's def- South Carolina can't stop anybody. They can't stop Jacksonville State. They're not going to stop Vanderbilt. Uh, and I mean, they seem to have gotten worse the past couple of weeks. So, um, you know, I, I, I don't know skill-wise. who I don't know skill-wise who Vanderbilt even has outside of Will Shepard. Uh, a bunch of uh, nobodies, really. Uh, quarterbacks hurt. They've been playing Ken Seals, who was the second uh, team quarterback. Uh, not very good, but... You know, so South Carolina can't – they can't tackle. Uh, and I, I won't, don't think that's going to be corrected by the time they kick off at high noon Saturday against Vanderbilt. Uh, so I expect them to be in this ball game for all three quarters. And then I think South Carolina will pull away and put enough mustard on it to cover that spread. But, um, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it a damn bit. Don't like it yeah, a damn I mean, bit, but I, I think what, that uh, what do you do? Jackpot's live stream on Saturday is going to be uh, awful heated because I think Vanderbilt's going to be in this game in the fourth quarter, and South Carolina will win, but they're not going to cover the thirteen and a half. So give me South Carolina to win, but Vanderbilt to cover, and Jackpot to be pissed off in the fourth quarter at about 
2.45 on Saturday. So there, there's my picks there. Jackpot made his picks for the week. So any that, other games? Now, you... if South Carolina goes out, if, if Spencer Rattler has a day, we'll blow him out. Mm-hmm. But I just – I don't have any confidence. I, I do think offensively – I do think we'll play well offensively. I think they'll score some points, but I think Vanderbilt's going to score some points too. I think they're going to do some of the some of the lifting too. So if I was you, I'd take the over on that game. Might be right. I, I think I think points are going to be scored. Usually, you often have that with two shitty teams. Um, to yeah, where it ends up being like like thirty five, thirty two, or some nonsense. Yeah, nobody's stopping anybody. All right, uh, the link is in the description there. If you would like to uh, to join the show, there it is. Uh, Schultz, let's look at Schultz31's comment here because I've never heard of this guy. He says, you remember when you called me out, Jackpot, for saying Florida made a bad move hiring Billy Napier? That aged like fine wine. I've, I do. I remember. I remember. remember right that now, I called it was uh, November eighteenth, twenty twenty one. Yes, 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 yes. No, of course I'm not going to remember that. I was really like, "Holy shit, jackpot!" Remember that shit? I don't know who you are, friend, and I don't know. I don't remember you saying that shit anywhere near any of this stuff that we put out. So, hmm. <laughs> Apparently, it looks like they did make a bad move. So. I don't Roll know, team. though. Man, I don't know. He's recruiting well. I mean, he just doesn't have – he's like – it's kind of like a Shane Beamer-type deal. He doesn't, doesn't have a lot of – doesn't have a lot of clay to work with. He doesn't have a lot of Play-Doh in his Play-Doh set right now. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, Katuza says Shane Beamer is goofy. Yeah. You don't you say. Want you want to respond uh, to I, I Shane talk, I want to talk a minute about all these damn, all these fucking injuries now at South Carolina, Rob. Have you just ever seen the like of, of a, t- a team, a program so snake bitten with injuries like that? And what do you think? What do you think the deal is there? Do you think this that's poor conditioning? Do you think that that's a lack of, of uh, taking care of your body during the season? What? Well, why, I. Why? I mean, there's there's lots of things to think about with that. I don't know if um, there's people that want to br- blame the training staff, you know. And it was kind of, if you remember, it was kind of the same thing with Muschamp. He called it, you know, the soft tissue injuries. I remember him saying that over and over and over again. Yeah, the same thing that's kind of biting this Gamecock team too. But I also wonder if, and I'm not. Once again, I'm going to piss off Gamecock fans when I say this, but. I wonder if these 18, 19 year old kids are like, what in the fuck are we playing for? You know what I'm saying? Why why am I gonna go out there and try to beat my head in so we go six and six and then go to a shit bowl? I think some of those guys may be thinking that way. And what stuff yeah, right. they- I mean, I don't think that's why Juice Wells got a turf toe before the season oh, yeah. started right. or Jalen Nichols turned his ankle and fucked him up in the spring game or why most so went things, out. Jack, I think there's just so many things that could, you know, but it does seem like South Carolina is more snake bit than, uh, than other programs. It really does. 
And it's not just this. I mean, and that was throughout 2021 and, and much of 2022, I thought, you know, I said, hey, this is something that I like with the Shane Beamer program uh, is we're not seeing as much uh, uh, some, or as many injuries as we saw with uh, Muschamp. And now, hell, it's them worse. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it this bad, which is – um. Hey, how are y'all doing, by the way? Good. Doing good. That's a healthy-looking plant behind you, by the way, my friend. Yeah, it's a hot uh, It goes outside uh, during the summer, and I left it out there when we had that cold snap last week, and I about left that damn thing out too long. I think I got it in one day, uh, or with one day to spare. What's that? Well, you about killed it? Yeah, I mean, it'll live. It, it can go back outside next year as long as it comes back inside when it's warm or when it's cold out. Well, are you, going are on you with the... Christmas lights on that, and then that'll be your Christmas tree jackpot? That's a good idea. No, we ain't doing that, uh, but it's going to go over there. It'll be well, y'all got the Y'all got the artificial tree, don't y'all, or do y'all do, the, y'all do a real tree? I, I think we're going to do a real one this year. Okay, yeah. Are you actually going to go out and cut down the tree jackpot? So? Are you gonna are you gonna go out and cut down the tree, or are you just gonna go to the pig and buy a tree? Go to the lot. First, first of all, we don't have a pig. Uh, sec- second of all, uh, yes, Probably. I mean I can cut it down. I might use my chainsaw. Um, going back in the old uh, lumberjack jackpot out there in his overalls, out there lumber cutting down jackpot. a tree. That's pretty cool. I'd like to, actually, I'd like to see that. Yeah. You gotta get the uh, that, that's, the Christmas. You gotta get the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation tree. Put a big ass yeah. one in there. I want to see a fat ass tree. It, like, I want, yeah, it has to fill up all three windows. <laughs> That'd be some funny shit. Uh, well, back to what I, I was saying though. Thirty-one um, says I don't get why UT fans hate hate Beamer so much. I like because he. He beat, oh, that, he beat that ass last year. Yeah. So yeah. I, that's the only thing I can think of. That's the main reason. Yeah, he actually coached there at one point. Yeah. He um he kind of dog dicked him. Knocked him out of the uh knocked him out of the TA there with under Phil Fulmer. Well, going back to what I was saying though, I, I was referring to the injuries. That's kind of what I was calling too. Uh when I heard y'all talking about it. That's um I mean, it has just been insane. That's kind of been the only reason I've been struggling to draw any real conclusions from it, apart from our line coach needing fucking walking papers yesterday. Um, it, it's it's hard to judge a team when I, I saw a chart every at every single O line position. There's been at least three different starters mm-hmm. at every single position. That's insane to me. I, all five positions. There's been at least three different starters throughout the year for South Carolina. I, um, lack of depth. Lack of depth. Lack of depth. That's what they'll say. But well, it looks like they've had plenty of depth. It just, yeah. I don't know that any of us really good. Any good. Um, 
Wait a minute, wait a minute. Where's one? Uh, Jay Vall says, I don't hate Beamer. I hope he stays in South Carolina for years. Huh? Yeah, that funny joke right there. That's what we used yeah, to say that about Dabo, too. And then he started beating our ass about 10 years in a row. It's, it's the same <laughs> shit with every Tennessee fan. They all fireball. We don't hate Beamer. We actually want him to say instead of stay. So it's an easy win for us, but we don't like him E because we actually like him. We actually like some of the fans of South Carolina. I, you know, I just I don't understand what Tennessee <laughs> has done to justify their fan base acting like this over these past three years. It's it's really funny. It's just it's, you really know, funny. it's truly they been insane. I think that they're the absolute best thing ever. It's hilarious. I, they just beat their chest every single week now, ever since that fat fuck was hired. It, it's crazy <laughs> to me. Yeah, I have never seen it with any other fan base ever. I, I, I can't, I literally can't think. Maybe Texas AM, but Texas AM, I, I, I can't remember any Texas AM fans calling in. I don't know like, that many Texas AM fans. So yeah, exactly. To know whether Billy, they're annoying or I not. Give Billy shit, but Billy actually is. is he tries to keep a relevant voice on it. So yes, yeah, son. And then uh, it, it's like, uh, but there, there's a shit ton of them that just truly believe that, you know, that they're the absolute best thing ever. And they're really not, they're mediocre at best. I mean, that, that it's an average team at best that literally they have must champ esque records. Didn't must champ have a 10 win season at South Carolina. I'm pretty sure uh, he did. Nine win season. Nine win. Yeah, nine win. Yeah. I thought he had ten. Damn. Well, it might well, have been ten. In his mind, I think he did, but it's on paper. He was the winningest coach in a three-year stint at South he Carolina. Was the, he won more games his first three years than anybody. And yep. He, that that streak will continue. You that every press conference. Yep. That streak will continue. I I just uh, I, yeah. I don't understand where where all the delusion is coming from at this point. How does it What's feel that? that Beamer did, didn't didn't make must champ numbers? Just just throwing well, that out there. After year three, he will not have must champ numbers. Well, Beamer inherited uh, a much worse roster. Must champ wins were hollow wins. That too. Yeah, but and also uh, if you, you look you at it, talk about embarrassing. Fucking must champ beat Louisiana Tech by a point. Yeah, yeah that Parker we, White we game win. Athens and one. Can we give? I mean, look, if we go, we go tit for tat here. The Athens win was yeah, just the next week. He turned around and went to, to Knoxville against a terrible Tennessee team and got blown yeah. out. Was yeah, that the uh, was that saying, the old Jordan Bird interception? If we're looking at him from a uh, no, that was year two years before that. Okay, I think the Athens win is more. just as impressive as the Clemson win last year. What's and I, would give you, I think the win that he had in Athens is on par with what Beamer did going and winning at Clemson last year. It's the same thing. In my, yeah, in my but opinion. Beamer didn't well, have a three-win team. It was probably even more team. shocking, to be honest with you, because that South Carolina team was, was horrendous. And yeah. Yeah, okay, well, if that's, if that's the case. Yeah. South Carolina at least had a big win the week before against the, the Vols that gave them some momentum going into the Clemson game. They didn't have shit uh, when they went into that game in Athens. No one. That was Ryan Holinsky got hurt. That was a, uh, I think to carry on Joiner. That was, was like the first real game he played, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Well, well they didn't score. I mean, they didn't score an offensive touchdown. No, they game. scored one, I think. Holinsky had one to Brian Edwards deep down the left. That's right. I think in yeah. my brain it's the same thing, but they, you, it may be it may be more it may have been more impressive because you're right. Maybe that team was I don't know though because you had all those guys on the defensive side of the ball that ended up being really the defense bad. was much better on the yeah, yeah they had uh, Cam Smith was better with Beamer and Clemson and then the defense you know, that team had better. a lot of NFL players Rico Dowdle's still in the league Rico Dowdle is the Cowboys number two running back right now yeah. Yeah, a lot of these people surprise you. Yeah, right. McQuamu's still in the league. Um, I know Cam Smith. I'm pretty sure there's a couple more. And um, fucking ah, Ernest Jones. I I well know he wasn't on that team, was he? I don't think so. No, no, that would have been my chat. Well, after. Yeah, I I just. It's just you know the level of comfort it seems like that there is with Beamer. Compared to people who are already tired of must champ shit after year three. So well, and and I, I think one of the main things too is Beamer's had a lot more recruiting wins than Muschamp had. Um, but Muschamp finished in the top twenty every year he was there except the first year. Yeah, but he never got it. the big boys, man. We want Jordan them big Birch boys. Top, Jordan Birch was a top five player. He was I an mean, ass. He he had. He, I don't even think he, had he was rated as a top five player, though. Pete says Rico Dowdle is an Asheville Reynolds High fellow. No, he's from Shelby. And from Jordan Birch was the easiest recruiting win ever. I mean, dude, literally grew up as a Carolina fan. And well, Columbia. hell, you never, you didn't know where the goofy son bitch was going to go until the damn last minute. That is true. He didn't do regular signing day. He like. Waited until like June and then mm-hmm. whispered it in somebody's ear or something weird like that. Yeah, no, I remember that. Remember I was that? on the way to him from Florida, as a matter of fact, when he announced. I remember it vividly. I was excited then. I thought we got a fucking player. I didn't realize we got a bona fide scrub. But look, it, and for people to say that Muschamp missed on him, uh, Georgia wanted him, LSU wanted him, Alabama wanted him. I mean, he was wanted by everybody. So it's not only Muschamp that missed on that guy; everybody did. So let's let's not you know let's not throw that completely out of the, the shit there. That's true, anyway. but again, you got to remember he was in Columbia. I, I'm Beamer's going out of state. He's not getting five stars from Columbia. He's going out of state and bringing players to the school. So I, I don't think you can really compare any of. Uh, Muschamp's recruiting record to what Beamer's done thus far, because Beamer's still getting the same caliber of classes, but on the top end of the classes, I'd say he's getting much better players than uh, Muschamp could attract. Mm, okay. So maybe that's probably the, at least for me, that's sure. the reason why I've given Beamer a little bit more space. And this year, like I said earlier, I, I, I'm gonna make I a I'm gonna make a bold and, statement here on the program by November of next season. All right. If uh, if Jackpot decides he's still doing this show, I think that by the time we get here next November, I think both of you will be done with Shane Beamer. Both of you. Write that down. Because I think that I think that Jackpot is is deep down in places he doesn't really want to talk about. He's already fed up with that motherfucker, especially the Rob, shit that he's Will you saying. look over there? Will you look up Rico Dowdle online? 
and yeah. find out that he that they're saying he went to Asheville. I thought he was from Shelby. I'll check it out right now. Anyway, I think that that's going to be uh I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. I don't know. No, I'm done yeah. with him as far I I'm done with him as far as the coaching acumen. The motherfucker can't he cannot run a damn program. He he can't. He lost me Saturday with that that bullshit. With that dumb press conference and this, it's just the dumb shit. Just the dumb shit. He double and then but the once again like Rob has said by us alluded to it's it's the recruiting stuff. I mean, you know, Moss Champ was not pulling in Dylan Stewart's. He wasn't pulling in decent, uh, you know, four-star uh, offensive line recruits. He, you know, I mean, what do you do? I mean, I, I don't know. You don't want to lose all these guys, which is exactly what happens yeah. when you make coaching change. But that damn, that goofy stuff with the, yeah, uh, we're going to celebrate the heck out of this win. It's such a bunch of bullshit. Nobody believes you're doing that. And then on top of that, I saw something yesterday. The old Spurs Up Show dude put something out there on on his shorts on YouTube uh, about people uh, throwing shade at Steve Spurrier, and I was like, "Huh? I don't know what they're talking about." So uh, I, I I responded to him. I said, "Chris, what are you talking about?" I was like, "Who's throwing shade at Steve Spurrier?" So you know, they were everybody was all up in arms about that. Stupid, we're going to celebrate and dance after this win crap. So someone had dug up a clip from Steve Spurrier after we played Vandy in 2014. We beat them like, I want to say it was like 45 to 28, but they ran two kickoffs back for touchdowns, gave up like another 300 yards through the air. It was a terrible Vanderbilt team. I think that was Derek Mason's first year. Um, and that press conference, I don't know if y'all saw it or if you remember it. I mean, he lived them up and he's like, we're just not a very good team right now. He's like, we, we won. He's like, I'm not a damn bit happy about it. He's like, I, you know, I, and, and it's my fault. It's on me. He said, I'm, I'm a coach of this sorry bunch of guys. You know, I mean, I, I just, I don't know what else to do. He's like, we thought we cooked our butts off this week. He's like, I don't know. He's like. Spencer Landing, he said he finally learned how to kick the ball off. You know, he just squibs it on the sideline there. He, he can do that pretty good. Maybe we can just do that little grounder every time. <laughs> he, he, it's, it's a, I mean, it, it went off. But anyway, um, Mike Davis, former Gamecock running back, who uh, his Twitter handles IG Mike Davis, kind of went off on it. He's like, lots of people, uh, you know, praising this press conference. It's like, you have no idea what we used to have to go through with this man. And then something about, and especially practice the week after. And I'm like, and somebody, one of my uh, Twitter follow friends, whatever, commented on, he's like, so let me get this straight. You all got pissed off because you sucked ass and the coach got pissed. So, uh, yeah, the, he jumped on him, and then uh, I guess what, – what's the guy's – I can't even remember. Rob, what's Garcia, the Garcia, Garcia. No, Garcia has a comment in that thread, too. What's the quarterback who – the one that is always bitching about something oh, that uh, – Savelle Newton. 
Yes, he, he had something to say about it, too. He never believed in me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all oh, you motherfuckers, just shut the fuck up. I mean, I don't know if you're trying to 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 to, to pump the Shane Beamer. Uh, if you're trying to uh, jump on the Shane Beamer bandwagon here, or you're using this as a, a, a mechanism to get back at Steve Spurrier for something, but yeah, fuck off. I mean, I, yeah, I didn't like the way he left either, but he did it his way. Guy did more for this school than anybody else has as far as in terms of as a football coach. So I, I think the funny part about that was is that he called me in for the first practice and told me, look, you're not going to be a quarterback. And if you don't like I think he said, if you don't like it, transfer. What the fuck is he supposed to say to you? You're not an SEC quarterback, sir. Is he supposed to lie to you? That's exactly. that's the other shitty thing too. It's like that was the problem that a lot of people have with Spurrier is that Spurrier would. I mean, he may not have made the best decisions, but he at least told you how he felt, and then that was it. You know, it's just and a lot of these guys like and then Garcia running his mouth when this idiot couldn't couldn't stay sober, had whores in the hotel room for the bowl game, was keying cars, and yet he's going to run his mouth about Spurrier too. They all need to get a glass to shut the hell up. A big, huge glass of it. What a, what a bunch of clowns, man. Fireball over the chat says, I honestly think Candy could win. South Carolina is pretty bad. Are you fucking, you, you got to be fucking kidding me. I don't <laughs> think Bandy will. I, no. They're not. They're not going to win. I, Especially I don't even, not. I, 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 I well, not cover. very good at all. I picked them to cover just because South Carolina's defense has been such trash. But if that that defense shows up like it did the first couple of quarters against A and M, and that offense gets clicking, we'll blow <laughs> them out of the water. They're not good. So Vanderbilt their on roster, the season, their roster is terrible. Well, I'll tell they you. As a matter of fact. Alabama AM by 34, and then the losses start. Lost by 16 to Wake Forest, 3 to UNLV, 17 to Kentucky, 17 to Mizzou. Florida beat them by 24. Georgia beat them by 17. Ole Miss by 26. And Auburn beat them by 16. So yeah. I, they're they're really bad. I, I just I don't have any faith in the Gamecock defense. I picked them to cover because I don't know if they're going to be motivated to go out there and play or not. And that's why the motivation is there, in my opinion. But Vanderbilt, hell, they may have quit too. Who knows at this point? Uh, yeah, I, I think Vanderbilt's checked out. I mean, look at where the fuck they're playing football every every Saturday, dude. Their program's checked out for a half century now. Exactly. So shit ever. Well, I've been, um, I've been doing a little research because I'm expecting us to – if we, uh, uh, we better. I'm expecting us to fire our defensive coordinator. I've been doing a little research at who I think I want. Y'all think uh, there's any chance of us pulling Joe Rossi over from Minnesota? Because I've been, you know, seeing a lot of his name and in, uh, in the rankings of top defensive coordinators. This is gonna piss jackpot off, but. I think you, you're going to look at some mid-major defensive coordinator that's going to take a step up, hence the Western Kentucky guy or whatever. I don't see South Carolina going out and being like, 
look, we're going to get the top defensive coordinator candidate in the country. I just don't see them doing that. They're going to go bargain basement and try to get a guy that could come in here and rally the defense a little bit, and then they may try to pay him later on. But as far as paying him up front, I mean, I can't remember like the last time South Carolina spent a shit ton of money on assistant coaches. I, I just can't remember it. But maybe Jackpot can. But I, as far as bringing a guy in and then paying him then, I, they just don't do that. They don't do it. You remember when uh, – was it Spurrier or was it Muschamp that went out and hired that uh... – The running back coach. No, the, the, he hired a guy from um, from the NFL that might be a co-defensive coordinator. Was his name? Was it John Hoke? Was that his name? Yeah. Well, that well, that didn't fucking work. That didn't work either. Yeah. So one well, says Clayton White makes over a million dollars. Yes, but here's the thing: when they hired him, they didn't pay him. That's that's the point. They may they may pay them later on, but until then, like when they hired him, that's not how it worked. What about Vin Diesel so, down at Mississippi State? He's he's not going to be a head coach after this year. Was he any good as a defensive coordinator? Um, I don't, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know either. But I mean, he's got to go. If, if you just look at our off our defense, it's so fucking putrid. We don't run any stunts on the defensive line. We don't run any stunts with our linebackers. We don't bring any corner blitz. It's just the most basic ass fucking six man blitz. No help in the back end. Everybody getting burnt like fucking toast every single play. I don't know how they get away with putting that fucking. Ass scheme out on the field every single week, and how he hasn't been served as well. Yet. It, I guess, but I don't know. I'll let you guys go. Love the show. I'll take care, Rob. Y'all gotta do something about the quarterback situation, man. It, it's not good. What is is Vizina just really not good? Like, why hadn't he played yet? Running around on the fucking sidelines with his uniform on. Why not put him out there? He hasn't played in a game yet. Is he still, like suited up still? Is he hurt? He's still running around. And he's wearing his jersey, wearing full pads and everything. You can wear fucking Cade is so right? bad, man. Does he even have? Oh my god, how many? Does he have more picks than touchdowns this year? I I look. I, I stopped looking at stats with him <laughs> because it just pisses me off. It, it wouldn't surprise me, me if he's below two thousand. He's the leader of the offense that is that fumbles the ball more than any team in the country. So, you, sir, you you can transfer. Look, there are transfer places for you. And South, I bet, I bet wherever he goes, he's going to be a star too, just like DJ. Wherever, go go be a star somewhere else. It obviously is not working here. Yeah. So I mean, I, I can know. see him going somewhere like SMU or something closer to. He's from Texas, right? I don't yeah. think he'll go somewhere big. Like, I, oh, like play. someone said, oh, Rob, he was the Texas Gatorade player of the North, year. North yeah. Texas or something like that. I don't give a I don't, shit. I don't know who's ranking these guys, Texas. unless the scheme is just an absolute quarterback killer that y'all are running. Um, no, he's uh, he's thrown for 2,056 yards this year. Um, 
14 touchdowns, six interceptions. He's got seven fumbles. So yeah, more turnovers. Okay, that's than... not in this. That's not included here. But okay, he's terrible. Yeah, terrible. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are y'all uh, y'all got another quarterback in this class? I hope what not. Why you, would anybody want to come? What are you doing, sir? Do you want to go to grad school? Go up there and play quarterback. You'd be hey, better I'll be off. Kicker. I'll be at least, you're fucking, at least you're not going to get fucking fumble the ball. Yeah, I won't get fucking blindsided by Jared Verse off the edge. It's just terrible, man. He's And now and it's at the point now where they have no confidence in him, and they're just like, screw it, we're just going to run the ball as much as we possibly can. Hey, uh, we're out at- here. Uh, Spencer Rattler's got – and he they've got the same stat line. Spencer's 14 touchdowns. Six interceptions, uh, but he's thrown for about 600 more yards. Yeah, and Spencer Rattler doesn't have, like, oh, yeah. man. I don't Spencer even Rattler's get also getting sacked like eight times a game. He's gotten sacked 36 times this year. Jesus. I wonder how many times, like, I, I, they used to, like, give you the stat on how many times he was actually knocked down. It's got to be in the 50s or 60s through. What an absolute fucking gladiator Rattler is. Just for him to not check out on the season. I, bro, I've never seen a quarterback with as much guts as Spencer Rattler. Clubnick's only been sacked 17 times. You've only been uh, you've only been a South Carolina fan for the past five years because Connor Shaw used to take a fucking beating too that's true the missouri game well that's because he was a he was a dual threat quarterback yeah he, was a, he still I'm talking about, he still took a ton of shots and dusted it off and went up with, also went on like a two and six team with a you know every reason to just opt well, out of the year that's because uh yeah. connor shaw played under a coach that's not a clown and would tell the rest of the team exactly. you guys were hot dog water and if you're not going to be better unless you really really try to be better instead all right let's hey, celebrate over jack state Jadur sanders has gotten sacked 45 times billy oh god 45 jesus yeah billy. he's he's been on he's billy back a lot i'm glad the defibrillator is charged call in buddy let's hear it let's hear the delusion right bye see you later billy what do you got for the show, sir? I'm not going to hang up on you. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, Rob has SEC bias. Mm-hmm. He, he's a college grad, right? Um, yeah, I, I don't he went to Clemson, man. so don't hold I don't him. know the man's education, sir. I mean, he and, and, and he, he, a lot he, of root, he roots for USC, right? That's what he says. Yeah, he, That's he went good. to Clemson. I, he did a lot of finger painting That's while good. he was there. It, you know, he was ragging on Tennessee fans. Everybody has some bad fans. But what I want Rob's SEC bias to do is, in a minute, if he has a, go- a computer to Google on, go Google Tennessee football and, and read. And we, we have a pretty decent storied past. I mean, uh, up till uh, – and, and Rob's laughing. Uh, you can go read too. Uh, I'm not okay. reading that shit. 
All I got to do is and, Mr. Uncle and, Lou show, and he can tell us about 1998, and then we could just look back. Yeah, and you know, and, and good for that. And then if you say 1998, list the five others. But I'm addressing Rob's SB. We're just as proud of our team's heritage and team as he is South Carolina. You know, so <clears throat> we we have winning schedules all time <laughs> records against SEC teams. I don't know that South well, Carolina has a winning record all time against an SEC team. I'd have to look South, it up. Uh, South Carolina owns Mississippi State. They've won oh. straight against Vanderbilt. Uh, I mean, there's Red there's a Vanderbilt, Kentucky. But you uh, just I don't know about that. I'd have to go look. I don't. I'm. I don't. I'm. I'm why would I sneer and lie to you about South Carolina stuff? They've all. I think they've got a winning record against Arkansas too. But um, back to Shane well, Beamer. I'm not sure about that. Shane Beamer has to have a couple of more years recruiting. And, you know, everybody says, well, there's no excuses. You got a full team. If there's ever a team that this is a fact and not excuse, it's South Carolina. And yeah, I'm, I'm doing because you got freshmen out there now, true freshmen. You know, these other teams like Bama and Georgia, yeah, they can put a five star athlete out there and fill in. But I'm not so sure, so sure South Carolina has that quality of freshmen sitting on their bench right now ready to go in. So, yes, uh, I think Shane is 14th in recruiting right now. So he's doing a pretty good job. Leave the man alone. Now, the defensive coordinator, you know, if, if you're – I don't know, what is he, 116th in the nation right now, was 130? That might have to be discussed. But uh, so I pulled up the numbers here. South Carolina has a winning record against Kentucky, uh, Mississippi State, and Vanderbilt. So three of the SEC teams there, and uh, there. And I'm not going to troll that. I mean, it is what it is. Under 500 against Ole Miss, and I'll play them every year. Um, They're five and seven against Mizzou. So yeah, I mean, there's there's some holes there. They're ten and fourteen against Arkansas. I thought that they, they had more wins than that against the Hogs. Well, a lot of that you don't need to do that, Rob. Don't do that, Rob. Play too. So, but uh, you I mean, know, I'm, I'm looking concerned that Rob, 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 Rob's, Rob's SEC bias is is totally supportive of South Carolina. And that's great. But you know, and he can't understand why Tennessee fans. We we're you know we we like our team, so uh, we and we have a decent storied past. There's some numbers in there. Go read them. Sixteen SEC championships. We sucked the last twenty years. Absolutely sucked. I mean, I think yeah, Rob's SEC bias is like twenty four years old too. So well, I know that. I was just like I just, great. I didn't know if he was still in high school or what. Four years no. Yeah. But you know, if you go look at the I mean, people in high school, you know, got a porn stash like that, man. <laughs> I don't know how many times you've been held back. <laughs> Good point. But That's uh, a fair question. I just wanted to call in and say that that I support Shane Beamer and, and I'm not trolling. He needs more time. Two years isn't enough. Well, that, that, this is one of the things that just chaps my ass and makes me so mad. And it's one of the reasons one of the reasons I have have a little disdain for Tennessee. Hell, 
John Hopeful takes that damn team from whatever pile of shit they were when Jeremy Pruitt left, lost all those damn players, had all that crazy shit go on. Well, 2021, he has a decent year, puts up a ton of offensive numbers, goes seven and six. The next year, they're 11 and two. Hell, he didn't have time to bring in a bunch of damn players. I mean, he worked with what he Well, he had. actually did. I mean, Hooker That's was what a chance. my ass. Why, Hooker, can Shane, why can't he? I, 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 I don't understand yeah. it. Well, I got you, but I, I wouldn't blame other teams and stuff up you know it's just he guess he's lucky i don't i don't know but you know who know. who thought hooker would come in and did what he did well but then again, fair, then again josh heupel too, so. josh heupel you know he played quarterback at ou was a heisman runner-up and had all these athletes so he probably has a little better grasp of, of developing a quarterback i don't know i don't know probably so true uh, he's done good recruiting, and and uh, but you know we can look at these recruiting numbers to the cows comb like Uncle Lou says. Until they sign, they ain't there. Until they've signed, they're not there. So well, even even when they do sign, it's a question of whether or not they get developed. Jo Hello, Jordan Birch. So there's right. that. I mean, if you don't, if you're great and you go there and you don't develop, I mean. None of that matters. But I'm fixing to say something, and then then you'll come back. That, you know, you'll you'll hear. That's just like Nick Harbor. Th this kid was phenomenal in high school. He's right. the fastest kid on the field, and he got targeted one time last week. So now people got, will say, "Well, he's he just developing bunch, he his stuff." Targets. He got a bunch of targets at Texas A&M. I don't know for some reason against Jacksonville State. It seemed like the entire game plan. Uh, Passing wise, a lot of it was scripted around the tight end. Yeah. Joshua Simon, which I don't understand, and Xavier Leggett. And they need to get him the ball. I mean, that's I'm good. Have you that. read have you read uh Nick Harbour's bio? Yeah, I mean I've read Jesus. Well, he wrote a he book. Run, he he runs a 10 200 meters, not yards, hundred meters. And he's he's working to go to the Olympics. Yeah. So, we'll see how that works out for him, man. But uh, yeah, they, they might. Yeah, might, might want to make as much use of him as we can. But we you know, him. a better question: of What Rob was? Uh, I mean, uh, Jackpot was talking about. Look what Nick Saban took over. The year he took over, he lost to Louisiana Monroe. Yeah, that that. How does the, that work out? Well, you know, you know it's just. Yeah. You know, what year was in his out. first year when um when uh, was it his first year at Alabama when uh, the famous uh, game where Georgia Southern ran through them like shit through a tin horn? No, that was later on, I believe. That was what? That was later on. Oh, Louisiana, Louisiana Monroe beat him. Yeah, they did. So, and oh, then he, he he just you know who knows? Uh, That's pretty bad. That is pretty bad. All right, Billy, I got to move on, man. Appreciate bye you, man. Bye-bye. Thanks, man. Let's add Chris into the mix. Chris, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, you were talking about the Clemson offense. Is Do you think Dabo makes more changes and lets Garrett bring in more of his own guys, or do you think he just tells them to tough it out with the guys he's got, like, on the staff? Because that was my question. I asked some Clemson insiders on, like, spaces and stuff if uh, – because he's having to teach 
all those guys his offense, and then they have to teach the players the offense. And it feels like that just didn't get accomplished. Whereas, like, Josh Heifel had a simple offense, too. Nobody denies that it's a simple one to learn. So is Garrett. That's why TCU learned it in a matter of a year. But Josh Heifel also brought in all his assistants to teach it. So he wasn't having to teach two levels, teach how to coach it and how to play it. So do you think they let him bring his guys in, or do you think they just tell him, hey, man, uh, teach, uh, teach the RB coach? what he needs to know. I'm not firing. I think that they're going to make changes on the off. I, if I were, if, if I were in charge, I would make changes at running backs coach and the wide receiver coach, because they have been, even though Moffa and Shipley are considered two good running backs. I just feel like, I mean, who was the, there was a guy out, William Gallman, had a literally a club foot and rushed for a thousand yards at Clemson. Okay. They used to just churn out good running backs. Now it's like you got guys that fumble a lot and just, you know, it's just that position's gone to shit. And same thing with the wide receivers. But I also think Sweeney knows in the back of his mind that, and Garrett Riley, I think, knows this too. Um, he's not going to be there after next season. In fact, it wouldn't shock me if he went somewhere after this season. So yeah, that's what I was going to say. The idea well, of getting everybody else to learn, I don't think that's – Yeah, it might not even be an issue. But I, I think – I was thinking, and I could see Cade following him to this place, but Jeff Trailer, he hasn't had a great year this year. His quarterback was hurt, but he was a promising hire last year. I think if he gets a bigger job – that UTSA job could be real appealing to a guy like Garrett Riley or possibly – I don't how's, – how's Dana Holgerson doing at Houston? Is he on his last leg at Houston? I could see him getting fired. And uh, yeah, that's think, like a – He's going to go to a Power 5 job and be a head coach. It may be a lower-level Power 5 team, but I don't, I don't think I think his I think his ceiling – I think his ceiling for Power 5 would probably be Texas Tech. And unless Texas A&M went after Joey McGuire, I don't. I just don't see that job opening up in the next couple of years. But what about people aren't which, really talking about this? But why not go to Mississippi State? You've already got a bunch of guys that run Mike Leach's offense, which he's kind of a disciple of anyway. I don't think they're going to keep Arnett down there. Go there and coach. That would make more sense to me than yeah. anything. Else. I mean, that would be a good spot. I just don't. I just don't trust Mississippi State to make the right choice in that. I don't know. We'll see. That would be a great hire for them. I do agree, though. Now, all right, buddy. Well, I appreciate it, man. Have a good one. Thank you. All right. Uh, final caller here, Jackpot. Eric joins us. Eric, what's up, buddy? Turn your mic on, Eric. All right. Eric, we're waiting on Eric. Okay, Eric. Eric's got issues with his microphone. He's yeah, He's gone. Let's try him again. Yeah, Bill. Eric, what do you got, buddy? Go ahead. Hey, y'all doing tonight? Good evening, sir. Fantastic. Yo, again, who did y'all play this weekend? Vanderbilt. Ooh, that should be a good game. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> All right, Eric. Anything else, buddy? No, I think I'm good, bud. All right, man. You have a great right. night. Right? Thank you, buddy. 
appreciate it, man. Um, so, uh, Fireball said, I think that if the game was at Vanderbilt, uh, South Carolina would lose. Yeah, that's, that's what they said last year, too. What happened? You're going to lose to Vanderbilt. No, I don't think they'll lose. The jackpot stream when they lose to Vanderbilt will be 15 years in the making, though. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) God. The last time you lost to Vanderbilt was YouTube a thing. Think about that. It Um, was? Okay, so 2000. I mean, I didn't watch it. I didn't create nothing back then. I didn't even know that you could. I mean, I don't know. I didn't know. I, I, I wasn't watching YouTube in 2008. I think YouTube's been around actually since 2005. But yes. anybody in the comment section can tell me that you were a, uh, a a watcher of YouTube in 2008. I can also show you a liar because you weren't. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see how I that started works. creating stuff around 2013. Um, not football stuff um other lot, lottery ticket stuff uh, around 2013 2014 so yeah well we've had a great show jackpot anything else you want to add to the mix here no um uh, i know i can tell you what my dog added to the mix and that was that uh, rainbow fart the jackpot sitting it's in a still, rainbow it's, it still lingers do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to let it linger? I'm singing <laughs> to him. Oh, goodness. With that, the show's a wrap. <laughs>